0: Fogcast. The show hosted by not the smartest man, but in terms of evolution, an evolved man. A hairless monkey, if you will. Sitting in his natural habitat, in front of a camera and behind a microphone. So without further ado, I present to you Mr. Thomas Fogarty. Oh, thank you, David. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. It's David Attenborough, everybody. It's fantastic. I can't believe that on such short notice you were able to um, come in and do this introduction for me and a a barely unknown podcast. It's just, it's wonderful to have you on board. Um, I'm honoured. I'm going bloody red in the cheeks. I am. I'm, I'm seriously flattered. David Attenborough, everybody. fuck. I'm. I don't know about you guys, but I am fucking starstruck. I tell you what. So, guys, welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the Fogcast. I'm Thomas Fogarty, as you just heard from Mr. Attenborough. And would Mr. Attenborough lie to you? No, he wouldn't. When he says something's going to happen, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen, like climate change. Also, watch that documentary on Netflix, by the way, the David Amber one, I'm not sh- too sure what it's, I think it's called, like, Last Hope or something, it's very dramatic, but watch it, because we've fucked this planet for far too, l- we've, we have fucked this planet for far too long without a condom, and now we are starting to see the devastating effects of our fucking, I, I'm, I am <laughs> making fun of it, but, seriously go check it out because we've we've fucked the planet and we need to stop anyway we'd we'd start I'm off topic already how's everybody's weekend mine was fantastic because it was filled with sport I watched the AFL grand final then I watched then I got up at fucking three in the morning to watch Habib Namagamedov versus Justin Gaethje went back to bed woke up about midday and then you know made some eggs and then got ready to Sit down and watch the fucking NRL grand final. It was a fantastic weekend. What a weekend to be alive. What a weekend of sports. I haven't trained the last couple of days. Because um, um, your boy, your man, your pale person, has actually got a bit of uh, cauliflower coming on. It finally happened after fucking two years of training the jiu your man's ear is swollen up like a balloon. My ear was a balloon, Ariel. It came up like a fucking balloon. Swollen. Could barely stand. It was pulling to the right. <laughs> but yeah, so I got a, I don't know, you can't probably see it. If you listen to this, you can't see it. But if you watch it, you, it's not hectic. But the middle part of my ear, the, um, the, uh, the ear canal, the canyon, started to fill up. Fill up real nice, like a little pillar. So I thought I'd take a couple of days off to um, reduce the swelling, so I don't look like so I don't look like Khabib, because as great as he is, best one hundred and fifty five pounder to ever fucking grace the octagon, he ain't the prettiest dude in the world. So thought I'd um, take it easy for a couple of days, put some ice on it, and try to avoid getting it drained at all costs. I mean, it's done now. It's been like a it's been like a week. Just kind of got a knock to it, and it just swelled up like a balloon. Like a balloon, Ariel. And now I'm just reaping the effects of that, which is sick, so I just have to sleep on my left side, as you do, when your right side's buggered. Or I'll um, or I'll sleep on my right side, but I'll cup my right hand, kind of like a wrestling headgear that I should have had on in the first place. And I'll just elevate my head ever so slightly off the pillow, but which is retarded, because... As soon as I fall asleep, my hand will relax and then squish my eardrum. My eardrum. Whatever, the cartilage. Fuck yourself. My doctor? No. Are you a doctor? Perhaps, but probably not, because you'd definitely not listen to me if you were a doctor. Anyway, not to ostracise anyone. If you're a doctor, feel free. Happy to have you here, doc. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the AFL Grand Final. I didn't really give a shit who won the AFL Grand Final, because it's Geelong and Richmond. Um they're both just dominant teams and just like, I get it. We get it. I'm a St Kilda supporter. I'm the saners Um, So I didn't really give a shit. I mean, I prefer to have a Melbourne team win so I kind of was going for Richmond. But then, you know, Geelong hadn't won in about 10 years, I believe since 2011. So like nine nine years. So it was kind of good. To, it would have been good to watch them win as well. I Look, long story short, I don't give a shit. I didn't really care. I was kind of going at when, when the game started, I was just going for whoever was losing, which was Richmond. And then they started to come back. And then Dusty started to get a bit fucking fancy pants up and down the field. There he goes. And um, then I was kind of going for Geelong for the comeback because I was like, fuck off, Dusty. But anyway, that's not how it happened. Good on Richmond. Go the Tigers. Get on them. They fucking smashed them in the end. Dusty got a crazy goal in the pocket over his shoulder I thought I was at that point I was like fuck off but every time Patrick Dagerfield gets the ball as well I'm also like fuck off you know any, any of the superstars from teams that aren't mine they get the ball I'm just like fuck off but what do you do I actually I'm not mad at the Tigers winning because a few a few weeks ago I went and watched the Saints play the Tigers up at the Gabba no sorry at Metricon and they beat us so them going on to win the grand final doesn't look too bad on old St Kilda. You know, we lost to the to the Premiers, it's fine. <laughs> I guess we all lost to the Premiers this year, hey? Hmm. COVID-19 jokes? Nope, no one. Okay, just me. Fine. Whatever. Um and it was a the game I watched them play against the Tigers was so disappointing. They just we just got so many behinds and then they just fucking kicked goal after goal after goal. And it was... It broke my little heart because I kind of thought... I had it in my head that St Kilda was going to win. And they didn't. And they didn't. Um, I remember on, on the way to that game, me, Dad, because I went with my father and my two brothers and we were like because the... Sorry, I'll give you a bit of backstory. The week before, we went to the Gabba to watch them play... Um, they played the Dogs, fucking... And they beat the Dogs. I'm saying this. Anyway, they beat the Dogs. So we were all G'd up that game because we were sitting right behind the cheer squad and we were just, you know, yelling shit out to Josh Bruce, who used to play for the Saints, and now he plays for the Dogs. and We were just fucking having a grand old time, ribbing into the players and yelling, and I lost my voice. It was fantastic. That's what footy's all about. Going to the game and losing your fucking voice barracking for your team, and shitting on the other team, that's what it's about, that's what sports are about, um, especially AFL, and we were, so we were G'd up from that first game, from the Dogs, and then into coming into the next game, against the Tigers, we were like, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to shit on Dusty, we all already had our chance ready, we are going to go, Dusty's a bikey, Dusty's a bikey, and we thought it was hilarious. We're like, this is going to bring the house down. This is fucking brilliant. And he'll hear it and he'll be like, fucking, you know, we'll, we'll get on his nerves. And then we get to the game and we're sitting behind, like, directly behind the biggest, scariest, bikey man you've ever seen in your life. He had a fucking plaited rat's tail, a huge gun tattooed on the side of his shaved head. He was steroided up to his illobes he was massive and he was sitting with his blonde bimbo wife and the threat the three of us sorry the four of us just sat there like the goodest little boys you've ever seen in your life almost like kids like a you know when kids go for their school photos and you put your fists on your knees and you, and you sit there we were like fucking we were like choir boys I was like, I'm not saying anything to Dusty in case old mate turns around and has my tongue out with a fucking switchblade. But we also thought he was going to be quite rowdy. And then it got to like half time. We're like, oh, he's not really, he wasn't really cheering or anything. He's been quite quite calm. And dad was like, oh yeah, I think he's, dad was like, oh, he's actually like, he's actually all right of a guy. I don't reckon he'd mind. I'm like, yeah, or he's on fucking good behavior or on parole on his best fucking behavior because he's out at the footy. You know what I mean? But, but that was fucking hilarious. So we all just we had all, so much to say and then nothing to say at all. Like fuck. It was fucking gold. <laughs> I took a video of him, but I won't I'll probably won't post it just in case he finds me. Anyway. What else we got? Ah, oh, Khabib versus Gaichi. What a card. It was a really good card. I I saw the last fight of the prelims, which was Tai Tuivasa versus Stefan Struve, who's the tallest man in the UFC. Fucking six foot, eleven and a half and a half or something. Just say seven foot, but he's six eleven and a half. 11 and a half. I was nervous because I think Tai's coming off a two or three fight skid, meaning he's lost his last two or three. And... It was getting sad because the Tai Tui Vasa party was really fun for a while there him knocking everyone out and drinking beer and spit out of a shoe it was exciting and then when he lost it's like you can't drink beer out of a shoe you gotta you gotta drink beer out of a can or something you know something something normal and sad so it was good to see him get a win and oh, they had no beer in the arena when he finished when he finished Stefan Struve which I felt bad for him but he, you know he got there in the end Um, he looked good, he was lighting his feet, stepping in and out, ended up catching Stefan with, Stefan, ended up catching Stefan with an uppercut that, um, broke the guard and put him down to his knees. Um, yeah, he, he fucking cracked him pretty good and then he just fucking dropped and then Ty just went bam, bam, get it, bam, 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 thank you man and it was all over so it was good to see the, uh, the Aussie boy win. Um, I... Although he although we got the W on Instagram later, I think he took an L by um, posting a video of him shit faced later that night watching the grand final, um, bragging about how he pissed the bed. Now, I'm sure uh, I'm not, well, I'm sure I know he doesn't give a shit, but <laughs> fucking, you post a video of you pissing the bed. I think he's got kids. That's not that's not great. Like, we've all pissed the bed. Yes, I know. And he said that. He's like, yeah, everyone's pissed the bed. Yeah, when you're 10, when you're 10 and you have a dream about waterfalls and you wake up and you can't stop the waterfall, <laughs> when you're fucking fully grown man, professional athlete, might add you. Like, would you ever see, okay, okay imagine imagine Usain Bolt winning the 100 meter dash, then getting shit faced and then posting a video on his Instagram being like, yeah, I, I pissed the bed. Ah, oh, racist accent. Anyway, but he pissed the bed. You'd never see it. I'm like very disappointed by how that accent went. Actually, I apologize immediately. But you just wouldn't see it. But all good, Southwest Sydney, West Sydney. Eat well, swab, my brother. You keep pissing the bed, son. I do love Ty, I love him, but I do like, I I think it's funny how he's kind of doubled down and just kind of owned it, but still, don't piss the bed, unprofessional, anyway, moving on, moving on, on that card, who else was on that card, oh, the Australian guy, yeah, shit, he got knocked out pretty quickly, he got steamrolled by that American fella, that wasn't good to watch. I oh, don't need to talk about that. I won't humiliate him. Um, who else was on that card? Oh, Alexander Volkov versus Walt Harris. I wanted Walt Harris to win because of the last outing that Walt Harris had um, against Alistair Overeem. I don't know if anyone watched it, but it was the way the f- the whole card was promoted was built around Walt Harris and the disappearance of his um, stepdaughter. And it was like this big, you know, sad tale. And she ended, they ended up finding her remains. It was hor- it was absolutely horrible. Horrible story. But then they sold this UFC card on on that heart-throbbing story and that Walt came was to come back and to fight Alistair over him, you know what I mean, and showing so much courage and resilience. And then he got he got fucking he got knocked out. And it was like Oh no. You know, like, oh, it was so hard to watch knowing he went through all that shit and then this card being built up about that situation and then for him to lose like that, it was horrible. So then I watched him over the weekend and I was like, come on, Walt, you can do it. Even though I kind of knew that Alexander Volkov was the better fighter and ended up proving it as well. Got a lovely... um front teep to the body, I guess you'd call it, and just hit him straight in the solar plexus. Is it the solar plexus or the solar plex? I don't know, and I should know, but I don't. So, he, and he was, you know, kicked him there real good. I think he kicked him there a couple of times, and he, it was just perfect, and he just, hur, hur, hur. as soon as you show that you're hurt in the, in the world of MMA, it's pretty much over. The guy's going to come after you and fucking you know, lay shots on you until you sit down and the fight's cold. So that's what ended up happening. And I felt bad for Walt, but Alexander Volkov looked fantastic. He did. He looked, he looked great. Also had a full back tattoo. He went from no tattoos to full back tattoo. That's crazy to me. You know what I mean? You don't get, you don't get like unity on your wrist or you don't get, you know what I mean? Like a tramp stamp, like a little star just above your ass? No, you get like a full full back tattoo at like 32 or whatever the fuck he is. I was like, did he get a girlfriend with a motorbike? You know what I mean? Has he been hanging out with some, some cool cats? What happened? He's like a Russian guy, like you know, like he looks like he's front line of the army. I wonder what happened. Anyway, it worked for him, pair of the tattoos. Ended up getting the job done. Looked very technical. He's very technical and smooth for a um, heavyweight. He doesn't, you know, overload on his shots or anything. He's quite, he's quite, he's quite patient. He thinks he's time and then he kills you. So, yes, yeah, very good from Alexander Volkov. And then, who was after that? Oh, we had the boy, the boy Bobby Knuckles. The fucking Australian Dream, who's been looking fucking amazing, fucking amazing. He beat Darren Till like three months ago, and then straight afterwards pretty much called out um, Jared made, which made um me and my friends go, uh, maybe don't, maybe just chill for a little bit and see how everything plays out so you can get another title shot. You don't need to fight like, the killer gorilla. Literally his fucking fight name. The Killer Gorilla. Had me nervous. Had me very nervous. Killer Gorilla's a black beast who came down from heavyweight, fucking two weight categories. And is there's like no fat on him. He's fucking chiseled. You know what I mean? He's jacked to the nines. He's crazy fucking. He's crazy fucking. He's fucking crazy fucking. I always like slip into like devastatingly Queensland accents at some points, so just get used to it, but anyway, he's super jacked, and I was super nervous, because I love Bobby Knuckles, how can you not, Robert Whitaker, the Reaper, and he came out and just looked fucking, he just looked, he was just too fast for him, you know, just strong, stiff jabs, straight through the hands every time, and then he was throwing the, I think it was the jab straight into the high kick, and as he threw it a couple of times and he clipped him and then the last time he threw it he jabbed straight to the high kick as <laughs> I'm like moving away from the microphone like there's kicks coming at me like I know what I'm fucking talking about and he as he stepped away from the high uh, from the straight sorry boom high kick clips him to the top of the head stanky leg Kevin Lee wobble city and then Bobby came after him and just started absolutely hammering him I thought the fight was going to be stopped there and I feel like a lot of refs would have stopped it um, there just because he, he curled up and collapsed to the ground. He, well, actually, no, he was wobbling and then he went face first into the canvas and then was taking shots, which usually is like, he, uh, he can't defend himself. But I guess it's good refereeing because he ended up recovering and then coming back. But then Bobby ended up taking the back and I was like, choke his ass, Bobby! do it for the jiu-jitsu boys. And mean, he didn't do it. And I was like, no. And then Jared ended up getting up. Jared. We're, we're on a first name basis. Love you, Jazza. Um, Can- Jared Cannonier got up to his feet and then kind of got like a second win and Bobby had s- like spent all his energy. And then the last minute of the fight, I was really nervous. blimey, I was nervous. It looked like Cannonier um, was kind of getting the better of him towards the last 30 seconds because Bobby gassed himself out, beating the shit out of him for three rounds. But anyway, didn't, didn't, that that didn't end up. That didn't end up happening. Just rewound myself. That didn't end up happening, which is fantastic, because we all love Bobby Knuckles. And then the main card, I mean main card, the main event, Habib Nurmagomedov, smish, smish, I will take your life. fucking Smash City Khabib versus Justin Gaethje. I wasn't excited for this fight as I have been for the last two, like the Conor and the um the Dustin Poirier fights. I i have never I'm not I never been the biggest fan of Khabib and I have only just kind of figured out why. It's not really cuz I didn't like him. It's it I didn't like his fighting style, the way he just grapples and cuz he used to be a bit of a decision whore if you recall, and then now his last three, he's won by sub, and it's like, it looks very like, ooh, fuck this dude's tasty, and the triangle that he got at Gaethje, was fucking awesome, but yeah, I think I just, I think I'm such a big fan of Connor, Dustin, Gaethje, Tony, uh, Dan Hooker, even Alex Oliveira's, Oliveira's, Oliveira, Alex Oliveira, I'm sorry Alex, um, I'm. I think I'm such a big fan of all the other lightweights in the division that I have neglected my love for Khabib, but uh his he was just his performance was super dominant. I mean, Gaethje was throwing hooks at him, and he just ate him, chopping his legs. He just eat it, just walked walked him down, showed him no respect, which is what a, what a true champion does. And ended up coming out in the second. Gachi looked completely gassed from the relentless pressure that Khabib puts on you, and could kind of see that it was going to end quickly after that, actually. But when he got to the ground, I was kind of disappointed in Gaethje's ground game because we were sold the um, the D1 wrestling, the American pedigree, this, that, and the other, and I don't, I didn't kind of, I kind of didn't buy it because he's never used wrestling in any of his fights, it's like, every time Yoel fights, and they always say, oh, but what about Yoel's wrestling, it's like, yeah, but does he ever fucking do it, no, he doesn't, so like, I can't really put that into the conversation, something that he did 20 years ago, and it was kind of the same, and that's kind of why I wasn't that excited for this fight, because I was like, I just can't see Khabib losing, and then it ended up being his quickest, fi- is, is it his qu- quickest finish, I don't know, but it, it's definitely the quickest finish I've seen him do, Um, and it's, and pretty, like, straightforward basic jiu-jitsu, not basic jiu-jitsu, but pretty cl- classical jiu-jitsu, you know, bait the armbar, they come up, lock him in a triangle, it was just textbook, you know, and for someone who's not, like, a jiu-jitsu specialist, or, like, a black belt, he's, like, a wrestling guy, but obviously he does grappling, I thought that was pretty fucking, it was pretty cool, not gonna lie, it was pretty fucking cool, felt bad for Gaethje, Mainly because he tapped fifteen times before he went to sleep, and the ref was just like, "Oh, I don't know, don't know about that." Doesn't look that uh, doesn't look that sunken in. I mean, I could get out of that. That was a bit disgraceful, but I mean, it's definitive. It's a championship fight. You got to let them go a little bit longer because you know Gaethje's an animal. I get that. And then now it's like pretty clear cut. He was asleep when he let go of him, so you know, no controversy whatsoever. Um, A lot of people have been calling Khabib the the goat now. He's I can there's definitely an argument for it. I'd still have to go with John Jones reluctantly. Not a fan of John Jones. Uh, I mean I'm a fan of John Jones. I'm a fan of look I'm a fan of Bones Jones, not John Jones. How about that? I love him in the Octagon. Hate him outside of it. Piece of shit. Total piece of shit. Um, hit a pregnant woman, drove away on the cocaine. Not a good guy. Anyway, so like that's kind of what I mean. You can kind of argue that Kibib's the greatest MMA fighter of all time because he's completely undefeated, twenty nine and zero, dominated pretty much everyone he's fought, lost fucking a round to McGregor, arguably even, um, and has been squeaky clean his entire life. You know, lives and breathes martial arts. I mean, in that regard, yeah, he's probably the best ever. But John Jones posted something on Instagram today that was quite interesting. His argument saying that John Jones has had fifteen title wins, and Khabib's had four, I believe. And it's a pretty good argument. Like Khabib hasn't actually ver- like those twenty 29- nine. 29 no looks amazing, but those, there's only, but 26 or 25 of them are not high level guys whatsoever. Only in the last few years he's versed high level op, um, opposition. Opposition? High level. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? He's versed high level people. So the argument for greatest of all time is probably going to fade a little bit to John Jones. You could look at John Jones's record. Back in the day, like Chuck Liddell, fucking. Did he beat Chuck Liddell? I think he did. Maybe he didn't. Yeah, he did beat Chuck Liddell. No. No, he didn't. I don't think he need to needed to. Um Anyway, fucking scrap that. That's retarded. Um, but he beat like Vitor Belfort when he was on TRT, he fucking, everyone, Chael Sonnen, you look, you go look at his resume, and it's just, bonkers how impressive it is, and all those guys in their prime, like, Leota Machida, Rampage Jackson, like, fucking crazy, Khabib's record's really only, only impressive in the last, three to four years, like, you got Conor, Dustin, Gaethje, and then Barbosa, whatever, like, that's not, I mean, Barbosa's super high level, but, He's not like, you know, a champion level fighter. Um, Michael Johnson, Michael Johnson was a big deal at the time, but since then hasn't really done too much and gone to featherweight and, you know, won a couple here, lost a couple there. So say what you will about that. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I think John Jones probably has the GOAT status, him and, him and GSP. Even Demetrius Johnson. People forget about Demetrius Johnson. He's a wizard. Love you, DJ. He's a total wizard. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's probably, that's probably it for old Habibi. But people saying that he's retired. I mean, people saying he's retired. He did retire. I, I personally think that he comes back. Not anytime soon, but after this year blows over, maybe in a year or so. I know he said, I made the promise to my mum. I made a promise to my mother that I would not fight again, and here I am, and they, I, I will not do this. I made a promise, you know. Um, his, 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 his late father, who passed away earlier this year to COVID, always had the vision for him of finishing his career at 30-0 and 0 to a GSP fight. And I know that GSP has publicly come out and said that he will not take that fight, but give it a year. Everything changes. The, the weaker the khabib goat argument gets over the next year it will bring out the competitiveness in him as well as GSP because he's got nothing to kind of lose really oh I mean he's got everything to lose but um he just he'd look like a bad guy if he came back and beat him now so I understand why he wouldn't come back now but mark my words I reckon kabib fights again 29 I, he'll he want he'll want that 30 know because he's his dad has been very vocal about that in the past, about him getting to 30, you know, and then retiring. So, yeah, I'd say he, he he does one more, especially do a... You don't want to retire to an empty audience. I know DC did, and I didn't feel good about that either. That was kind of sad. I feel like you got to have some people there to clap you off. You know what I'm saying? Feel what I'm saying? It's probably enough of a UFC channel for the time being. Um, get on to the NRL grand final. Fuck. Those poor fucking Panthers, eh? I'm not a huge NRL um follower at all, so there's probably going to be a bunch of people fucking crying their little eyes out listening to this. But God, those poor Panthers. The first 30 minutes of that game, they had the most unfortunate calls called against them. For rules, I was not, not even that aware of. They were sloppy mistakes as well, but it just seemed like they were getting buried by the refs. They had like three... Or four, I think three, three um, tries disallowed, which is just rough. That definitely takes the wind out of your sails. Um, I thought that was pretty rough, and then the storm just kind of capitalised every little opportunity they got for a twenty-two point lead at halftime. And then in the second half, the Panthers got, they got a try. That was a blatant shepherd, in my opinion, and even in um, fucking what's his name, Gus Gould's opinion, who's who's a you know, Panthers bully, 313. Um, even he said there was a blatant shepherd, but I honestly think that the ref and the, the bunker, or whatever you fucking call them, were like, um, I think we've just got to give them one before, you know, they burn the stadium down. Because it is in Sydney. And people already hate the storm enough. Go to the storm. Um, but yeah, so I think I kind of gave that one to them because they felt bad. That's how it felt watching it anyway. I don't know if that's le- legitimate, but that's how it felt. And then they ended up fucking gaining momentum off that try, scoring a few more, and as the Storm lost two players in the last fucking 10 minutes, they really looked like they were going to win that game. If there was two more minutes in that game, the Panthers would have won, which is pretty hectic considering they had three disallowed tries, if it was three. Um, so I fucking feel bad for everyone in Penrith. That was hard to watch. Especially after the season they had. They had a great season. So I do I do feel for you. But also, go the mighty storm. I'm a Melbourne boy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. How, long, how long has this been going for? What have I been doing? 30 minutes. Okey-doke. Beauty feel. Beauty feel. Um, guys, I've seen more personalized plates. Okay? And I'm fucking, I'm, I'm super over them. They cost too much, and they're always retarded. And since, well, I don't even know this for a fact, but I could, I pretty much think that a lot of people from Sydney are moving up, Sydney and Melbourne are moving up here with their fancy vehicles and their fancy plates. And I've seen some a ding dingers. The other day, I saw a fucking a twenty eighteen McLaren like sports car trim as fuck, really really nice. Not a car guy, by the way, so don't ask me how many pistons it had. Or how many horsepowers it was injecting into its fuel gauge system. I don't know, okay? I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that his license plate was Jim. And I know what you're thinking. Was it Jim like Jim's mowing? Or Jim like weights, weights, lifty, lifty, Jim, Jim? Weights, weights, lifty, lifty, Jim, Jim it was. A fucking brand new sports car. A mclaren with the license plate Jim. what kind of a fucking asshole does that and i was driving behind him in my little yellow hatchback um and as i was approaching him i was like i swear to god arnold schwarzenegger better be fucking driving this car if you're like if your license plate's a gym you better barely be able to fit in that car and I gr- drive up to the window, and I'm so eager to look in the in the in the, into the car, into the window. And I drive up beside him, and it's this fucking massive Lebanese dude in fucking Gucci sunnies, and he's like, and he like, it was like he felt me looking at him, and he turned to me like this. And I just could quick, quick as fuck turn back to the road, like shit myself, like fucking what are you looking at? Yeah, it's gym. Huh. I love going to the gym. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, you, know, you idiot fucking scared the shit out of me so um you're allowed to have the gym license plate mister because you are quite large but what an idiot what a fucking idiot what's an idiot what else did I see oh I saw one the other day that was, that was amuse me amuse me how would you like me to amuse you on the road because like I'm going to cut you off I'm going to key your car, a little bit of amusement for you, uh, f- people are shit, I don't, I don't know, I feel angry at the moment, and I shouldn't be angry, I'm talking to myself a bit, but that's, that's okay, It's that's just because I got shit to say, I um, think we might wrap it up there, as we've done half an hour, half an hour, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, sorry for rambling on about garbage, but... That's what we're going to do here. So, thank you for joining me because I'm sweating my tits off. It's this is a subtropical paradise where I live on the Gold Coast. And today it's overcast, rainy, and with 90% humidity. So, my tits are dripping. I got drippy tits. Okay, it's a fucking nightmare out here. It's hot in this fucking room. I can't have the window open because I got to fucking record this podcast. Ah. Oh. Man, first world problems out of the wazoo. Also, this isn't my shirt that I'm wearing. It's a maroon shirt that says "Dois X Machina on it. And it's maroon. And it, I don't know where it came from. And now it's in my possession. And it, I don't know, it looks good on me. So whoever's it is, pick it up quick because I'm going to start wearing it. Goes good with my skin. And we've got Origin coming up. So I want to support the maroons. They always say maroon. And I never knew why they said maroon. Because it's maroon. You know what I mean like maroon 5 you know how it's spelt m-a-r-o-n not m-a-r-o-n-e yeah maroon maroon I don't know if that's just because we're like Australian and retarded but it's, it's definitely maroon right don't know feel free to roast me but maroon You know? Don't know. Maybe I'm. Oh, okay. Lost my train of thought. We should probably wrap this up before I say anything stupid. Too late. <laughs> All right. I'll see you later.